Instant Web Celeb is here to help small business owners and entrepreneurs grow their online social following and garner more traffic and engagement to their accounts. Whether you're an entrepreneur, run an online blog, or simply want to grow your profile, we will market your social media account and help you build your online presence by gaining you more followers and likes on all social media sites. Visit instantwebceleb.com today to see instant growth to your social media profile and use coupon code WEBCELEB for a 10% discount. Become the next Instant Web Celeb now. Instantwebceleb.com Welcome guys to this week's episode of the Level X Podcast. As always, I am your host, Young D. David. My name is Jesus. Guys, man, and I'm happy to to be reporting this, man, but there has been news. There has been news, Jesus, that we are back and rolling. Yeah, man. So this week is exciting for us. Um, it's going to be interesting, you know, just how we're already I think I'm back to my rhythm, so I feel like the more I get in tune with my rhythm, the better podcast or the better quality the podcast is. So this is you saying that the podcast will only get better from now on. Exactly. And what I'm saying is that we have a lot in store for yeah. the listeners today. If you guys did listen to last week's um, episode and you guys thought it was shit, don't worry, guys. The podcast will get better from here on out. Um, but let them know what we have in store for them today. We are going to be discussing the book that I read in the past week because I actually finished the book in this past week. Thank the sweet Lord Jesus. And then David has a great, great article that I think will really be helpful to our listeners that he's also going to discuss. And then after that, we have a, a couple of articles or I guess news pieces that we just found fascinating and that we want to share with you guys. And lastly, of course, we will be answering uh, a question that we found online. Now, unfortunately, no one did email us this past week. No worries, though. We will be providing value to a lucky online user later on this podcast. But for now, David, if you want to go ahead and inform the viewers why you will not be discussing a book in case they did not listen to last week's podcast. Of course. Um, the only reason I am not discussing a book um, for this week and ho- maybe n- until ne- um, two weeks from now because I am reading an uh, epic poem by Homer called The Iliad. Um, I think you mentioned it last week. Yeah. But I am reading this huge epic poem. If you guys don't know, it's a Greek mythology slash historic um, writing or literature. And it's basically very, very long. <laughs> That's basically the gist of it it's uh, more than 700 pages long and while I am about you know roughly cl- closing in on my, on my 300 page mark um, it is still a long book so instead of training myself out and trying to read the most you know I'm taking my time with it and that's why David will instead be discussing an article but no matter I'm still providing a lot of value to you guys this on the episode 13 of the Level X podcast. But might as well, let's just dive right into it. So I'm going to switch things up a bit. I'm actually going to go her- go ahead and talk first on my book. So my book is called The Lean Startup by Eric Reese. Now, if you're thinking about starting a business or if you're already in a business, but you see that your business is kind of stagnating a bit, this is where Eric Reese and his book come in. Now, I'm sure this was a bestseller Unfortunately, I never had the time to read it up until now. But a quickie review 
before I get into my actual review, yeah. this book was not as good as I thought it was going to be, man. Unfortunately, that is the case sometimes. Maybe I built the book up too much in my own mind. I thought it was going to be super resourceful and super applicable now, to our current situation. Now, but, also, it's um, before you get more into it, is it also maybe does that have to do that you're not in that certain situation where where the book is applicable to the situation to your situation that's why you're rating it a little bit lower i think maybe because as eric described it this isn't this book isn't like a step-by-step on everything it's more like of a general layout like he brings in the framework but he doesn't give you step-by-step um instructions on how to apply everything so i think Mm. you gotta take the knowledge and kind of twist it and see how it can work towards your advantage so maybe that's why but even then he used a lot of examples that i feel yeah didn't really apply to our current situation but i'll I'll get into that a little bit uh further on in my review just to start things out when you're when you're starting out of of course for me the thing that stuck out was the title itself the lean startup now what constitutes as a startup because this book is meant for a specific group of people and those are the people that are of course either wanting to build a startup or already are currently or currently already have a startup and are looking to build on their sales or just grow into like some kind of enterprise or anything like that or just build a steady foundation but anyways eric reese describes a startup as a human institution designed to create a new product or service under conditions of extreme uncertainty so that's a key word there uncertainty with the startup you just never know whether someone is going to come out and beat you steal your idea or maybe just when you first put that startup into the market the customers aren't flocking in like you expected so it's always uncertain whether you're either gonna blow up and be successful or you're just gonna completely fail and flounder and you're gonna lose all the money that you invested so very uncertain and that means it's very very scary in my opinion but that's what the book wants to do it wants to help those uncertain entrepreneurs out there build kind of this this foundation of steadiness and he really helps to bring a process to the madness moving on the whole layout of this book is based on this idea of building measuring and learning so this is where I will have the biggest flaw with the book is that I think a lot of the times this book panders more to startups that are already a little bit established. They He uses a lot of examples where these startups are already, they have a team of people, they're already in some kind of office, and a lot of the times they already had initial success, but they're kind of stagnating a bit, and I think he, he writes his book more to a piece to those people rather than to people who are barely starting out. I think he one time uses uses an example of people who are barely starting out but i can only recall one instance where that happened i think a lot of the times he uses examples that will apply more to people who already have had some initial success unfortunately well i don't think that's an unfortunately man because i think that's actually a great thing because i was actually watching an interview with gary vaynerchuk um hopefully i pronounced that correctly Mm -hmm. Um, and he was actually speaking, I forgot, it was in, at a California college, right? Um, and it was on in the entrepreneurship college of the university. Yeah. And he was talking to them, and they were all entrepreneur students. Um, and he was telling them that 
at the end of the day, they're not gonna learn anything from for, from going to school. And it was crazy because this guy is actually speaking at a school, yeah. telling the entrepreneur kids that, yeah. that hey, you know what, you're never gonna learn anything mm-hmm. here. Yeah, they teach you probably like the, I guess you can say fundamentals. But if you just basically just get that knowledge and you don't use it, there's no point. Right. So if you think about it, it's like, yeah, there's probably millions of books out there that can basically tell you the fundamentals. Yeah. But they're never going to ne- never gonna get you to step out of that little zone of yours to put action. It's like you have to put in the work. And this probably that's why this um, dude decided to do that. Like that's why probably um, Eric you know was like well you know what i'm not gonna even mess with the dudes that don't even try yeah i'm just gonna start messing with the guys that are are actually putting in work and actually going out there and creating their own startups so i think that's actually a good thing because it wheedles out the people that don't put action no yeah that's actually definitely a great way to look at it man because at first i was having issues because i think we're me and you we're not we're not established or anything but we're definitely not barely beginning i think we're in this kind of weird limbo where we're on the right path but we're not to a certain point yet where we can call ourselves somewhat established either way i do know that the stuff in here is applicable to us i just have to kind of like i said twist it and see how it can fit us because eric doesn't provide step-by-step instructions on how to apply everything he kind of just gives you a layout and you got to see how you can work that in into your own startup but moving on I like how you said that you have to kind of go out there and try everything for yourself. You can't really expect someone to teach you how to do everything. And that's kind of what this book is. It's more of a, here, go do it yourself and learn from, not necessarily your mistakes, but learn from your experiences. And that's what Eric, I think he's a very big advocate on that, trying things and seeing if they work in the market. Because... He says one of the key things towards startup success is innovation, that you're supposed to consistently bring new innovation to the market. And that's how a lot of people, they they grow stagnant and that's how businesses die out because they're not consistently innovating. And that's what he says a big issue with entrepreneurs is today. They grow this business and they become comfortable with it. But instead of like saying, all right, I ha- I found this great idea. It's time for to move on to the next big idea. They want to just keep reworking the same idea over and over again and improving on it instead of building something new. And in today's world, man, with so many people out there wanting to become entrepreneurs and wanting to get rid of that nine to five, there's constantly new innovation, new ideas. And if you don't stick with that, like, oh, building new ideas you're gonna get beat by everyone else moving on from that that idea he he does institute this build measure learn loop where he says that with innovation he says you got to have a vision and if where you are right now isn't really correlating to your vision or your ideal then you gotta change you got he calls it a pivot you got to pivot and you gotta rework the structure of your startup to get on the same track as to where you want to go. So he uses that build, measure, learn loop to kind of get you there. He says that every time you think of something new, you got to see if it fits your ideal first. And then once you think it does fit your ideal, whether it's a new service or a new product, you got to build it and you got to test it. 
and you got to learn from that test. So he really breaks it down into a scientific manner, and he really is a big advocate on learning through your experiences. Moving on from that, I think the big overall goal towards this book is to eliminate waste from your business. And by eliminating waste, he describes that as lean thinking defines value as providing benefits to the customer. Anything else is waste. So if you're not providing, if everything you're doing is not providing value to your customers, then you got to let all that go, man. Because when you're in a, in a lean startup, man, you really got to utilize all your resources to their max potential. And if something isn't really being utilized to help your customer, then you're just wasting your time with it and you're wasting everyone else's time. He's very blunt about it and I, I really like that. He He's kind of like, oh, I'm going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. So it's really cool that Eric Reese, it just feels like he actually wants to help out, man. But anyways, for me, what I got from this book is that there's going to be times where you have to think of new ideas, but a lot of the times people, they spend so much time thinking about an idea, planning for that idea, and they're taking all this time just to plan it. Let's say they finally, let's say we're, they're creating a service or whatever, they're adding something new to their business and they're adding this new service, and they spend six months thinking about it, planning it, making sure everything's perfect for the launch, and when they launch it, it's a complete flop. So they wasted six months planning, let's say another three months, making sure the service is in tip-top shape. That's nine months there. And finally, after those nine months, it completely fails. No one signs up for the service. No one wants the service. You just wasted nine months of your time creating something that basically no one wanted. So instead of wasting those nine months, Eric Reese tells you to reformat your business so that you can bring out that service in three months even though it might not be perfect even though there might be a lot of glitches in that service a lot of things that aren't perfect if you pull it out if you pull it out in three months even though it might not be perfect at least you're getting valuable information from the customer market first of all you may you may find out whether they even want that service and if they do then they can finally tell you, oh, well, look, this doesn't work. And you're getting valuable information instead of waiting those nine months. So it's really about lean thinking and really utilizing all your resources to their best potential. And if something isn't providing value to your customers, then you got to let it go. And in the long run, you will be saving yourself time and you will be saving yourself vital resources. So Ultimately, I think there is a lot of value in this book to be found, although, like I said, it's more of a layout, doesn't really provide step-by-step, and it panders more to people who already are a bit established. So if you're looking to, because when I found this book, the way I read the title is like The Lean Startup. It's helping, it's teaching you how to build a lean startup, but that's not what it is. It's actually helping you, well, I guess it is helping you to learn how to build one, but it's not teaching you how to build it from the ground up. You really already have to have a vision and then it helps you kind of bring this lean startup method into your already created startup. So either way, I still think it's very valuable, especially if you're already currently seeing somewhat success towards your business. Because even though I do talk about some of the stuff, key concepts in this book, there's just so much knowledge in here that I think it'll be very helpful whether either it is to 
to measure your success thus far or to build something sustainable for the long term. So definitely check out The Lean Startup by Eric Ries. Me personally, I will rate it a 7.6. But right, Very low, man. Very low. It's it's somewhat low. But like I said, man, maybe it's just my first... It was my first time reading it front and back. So I'll definitely go over all my notes, all my highlights, and see um, what I can pick apart from it. So who knows? But for now, 7.6. So great summary. Great rating from Jesus. Um, you know, I'm still going to read the book because we, me and you have different tastes, man. But like I said, since I didn't read a book, I wasn't going to leave you guys empty-handed. I never do. So I did come across an article um, by the Fast Company. If you guys don't know the website, definitely go. They have amazing, amazing articles on anything, you know, from um, entrepreneurship to leadership. It's just a great a great website in case you guys enjoy um, listening to our podcast or even enjoy our content you're definitely going to enjoy this I seriously go there sometimes when I'm looking for articles to read uh, and this one I came across this article by um, Stephanie Balza now this was an amazing article because when I choose or I, when I select articles I select them that contribute or that relate to my life basically how they categorize their their articles first is they put it into categories so this one is on the category of how to be a success at everything and this one is titled six habits of people who make friends easily and then how she starts it off is amazing because if you guys didn't know because I, I know I, I'm like this currently and I don't know if you are Jesus, but sometimes I'm like yeah you know what I don't really need friends like I just need myself and I just need my family and I you know I make excuses for not Getting out there and being social. Exactly, or by not putting effort towards the friendships that I, I have or whatever to make them stronger. Yeah. But Harvard did create like a study, and that's how she opens it up, saying that if you don't have like strong relationship bonds with people or if you don't have friends, it increases your risk of premature death from all causes by 50%. So that's basically if you're smoking 15 cigarettes a day. That's how bad it is if you don't have friends. And, you know, there's a lot of bad stigma if you don't have friends. And you, it kind of makes sense, dude, because we are social beings at the end of the day. You know, we did come from tribes and socializing and friendships and relationships. At the end of the day, they are vital to who we are as a species. Now, I don't mean to interrupt you, but now when it says friends... um, in your opinion, do, does family count as friendships? Because, I mean, is she talking more like, oh, it increases your chances if you're, like, completely alone, like a little hermit in your apartment, or just socializing in general? No, like, actual friends. I mean, definitely, like, your family can uh, be considered as friends, but if you think about it, like, friends is when sometimes you go out in the middle of the week somewhere with them and have a coffee and you start laughing and you start talking Mm -hmm. and sometimes with family you don't actually get to do those things i don't know it depends on what type of family members you have but in most cases you're not with your family 100 percent of the time you know so in those times that you're not and a lot of people don't even have family members so that's what it means by friendships um you have to develop those friendships and sometimes they go beyond just having family members around so 
there are six habits and I'm going to share them with you only because they relate to my life and I don't want you guys to die. Um, but like me, myself, these are some things that I am definitely going to implement because um, I want to do that. I want to, like I said, I want to just not only give you guys articles or read on books, but I actually want to take action. You know, sometimes I do lack in that and I think that's kind of um, bad of me to just be spouting and preaching when sometimes I don't even do the things. So I think this is a way for me to take accountability for the things that I talk about. So I am definitely gonna try to implement some of these habits into my life. And then, you know, maybe if you guys implement them, we can talk about them. You can hit us up on our Twitter account, Level X Podcast. If you guys don't follow us, follow us. Um, But let's dive into the article, man. The first habit is be approachable. you know, when it comes to like dating, relationships, anything, you know, the first impression, they always say that, man, the first impression is what matters. And I, I think that's so true. It's like if you're walking at a grocery store and you see someone, you know, frowning, uh, they have this mad look. I think they call it, uh, for girls, they call it a bitch face. Yeah, but I'm not talking even about girls. I'm talking just in general. Just like as a an person. example, though, like a yeah, girl. whatever. So I'm saying you're not going to want to approach that person. So that's the same thing, man. If you, you know, if you have bad posture, if you have, like, if you're frowning all the time. Slumped shoulders. Slumped shoulders, mad look on your face. That's, that kills your, your, your approachability, man. And that goes, um, you know, if you're just looking for friends or even if you want even girls to approach you, man. Mm -hmm. You got to make yourself more open to approachability. And by that, it's like. Stand up straight, smile, great, um, great eye contact. So there's, there's a lot of things that you can implement. But like I said, the first impression is key. So the first habit is become more approachable. Number two is get involved in the activities you enjoy. So as you get older, you start learning or you start actually knowing as to what type of person you are, what type of things you like. And that's actually great because that decides what type of friends you want around you, you know? Back when you were younger, you would just accept anyone into your little clique or whatever. So by getting involved in the activities you enjoy, you get to make new friends that share a common interest. And there's amazing, amazing um, websites for this, man. I know that there's like meet.com or meetup.com. Um, there's also gofindfriends.com. Um, so there's like a bunch. Also, you can use like your Facebook groups. I know that on Reddit, there's like so many different um, little subreddits for a specific city. So there's a bunch of varieties of ways. You just got to get out there. So I think that's something that I need to implement is that even if I'm not going out socializing, because sometimes, you know, that's some one of my excuses sometimes. Ah, well, it's too hot. Oh, well, there's barely anything to do here. Well, there's meetup.com. You know, there's a bunch of different activities that you can do that you might actually enjoy, that you can find people with a common interest. Or even just out there doing sports, because me and you always talk about joining some kind of sports team. So even you can do that in your city. Exactly. And also, it's cool because if you start doing sports or something that you enjoy, that's an easy way to start start up a conversation on something that you both exactly. enjoy, you know? Number three is 
have a positive attitude. No one likes whiny people. <laughs> no one likes people that drains them down every time. I remember. I remember one time I told David, "Hey, bro, you're too negative for me, man. I'm gonna drop you." <laughs> yeah. And there's a great quote from the actual article itself: "Is that researchers have found that if you say good things about other people, people tend to remember you as having those positive qualities." So, you know, just be a positive person, man. And this goes beyond just finding friendships. That just goes as to the type of person you should aim for, man. Becoming a positive person. There's no reason for you to be negative all the time. You know, there's problems. There's shit that happens in people's lives. But are you going to, um, you know... Sulk about that? Yeah. And make, you know, we only have like 2 billion seconds in this world. And are you going to spend, you know, how many seconds just pouting about some bad shit that happens to everyone there's no point number four is don't wait for others to make the first move and this is something that i definitely struggle with is that i don't like well you know i maybe it's my pride maybe it's my ego but i hate looking like the needy person Mm. in any type of situation so when in my eyes it's like if i try making the first move it makes me look weak i guess you can say in my eyes but like I said, maybe that's a bad thing. And that's what they say right here is that just go for it. What's the worst that can happen? And that's just part of, I think, being a guy, man. You got to be assertive and you got to have confidence in yourself. A lot of the times it's going to be a guy who has to go approach a girl. Very rarely is it the opposite way. Exactly. And what the, it says in the article is that you got to find out what people need and give it to them. And that's mm-hmm. how you build relationships. It says figure out what other people want and help them get it. And you're predisposed, and you predispose them to see you as a potential friend. It's the same, and I think this is like a little um, small insight as to how um, like everyone eats together. What's that book called? Uh, oh, damn! What is it called? Um, Never eat alone or something. Exactly, like that? Never Eat Alone. I forgot the author, but that book was amazing, man. Because I think this is kind of like what it talks about. Yeah, it talks about you know. Um, being able to help people without any like expectations back or any type of like um reward yeah exactly you know Um, and i think that's this is what's key about it is that you you need to help people out and then they're gonna look you in that you know wow this guy helped me out i should repay him you should never expect it but that's how people are like you know if you if you give a favor you have a tendency to return that favor um number fifth is follow up like i said exactly what the book says you know hey that, that was from the book exactly the this is like you know just hit them up saying this was such fun and i'd like to get to know you better could we schedule this could we schedule something later this week um you know just make a suggestion man send an email send a text you know put effort into your relationships and that doesn't and that means like friendships family members just follow up with them after you hit them up. That just shows that, you know, you actually care about the person. It, it puts you again, like I said, in that positive limelight. And then just a quick side note. When we actually read that book, we were in the process of like meeting with a lot of artists in our city for our YouTube channel. And we actually implemented that, like that whole, you know, always lend a hand and never expect anything in return and then always follow up. After every meeting, we would always follow up. I'm not sure how if they viewed us in a certain, like, positive light, but I do definitely know that it did help build that relationship with certain artists. So it was cool. Exactly. And one last thing that the article does add is that 
don't let time go by without you hitting them up don't let them you know because consistency is key it says yeah so don't let like two months go by or even like two weeks you know hit them up like i don't know two days after or even that same night like that's what we would do either that night or even the next morning we will hit them up thanking them for um giving us their time you know and it just shows like i said that you care about that other person and their time exactly um last but not least this is it says say yes to invitations even when you don't want even if you want to say no um it says people who make friends easily view events as opportunities to meet people perfect uh, and this is also a bad thing with me is that sometimes I'm like, nah, I make excuses because I don't want to, I don't know what it is. That yeah. That's what I, I always tell you that it's man. not necessarily an uncomfortable position, but cause sometimes I just, it's not necessarily that I don't want to be put in that uncomfortable situation is that I, I just don't want to do it. You don't want to put that effort in. You find it exactly. easier to, yeah, I find it easier not to get ready, not to actually drive somewhere. I, Maybe it is. It's not necessarily that it's uncomfortable. It's just that I find my position more comfortable than that other position. Um, But like I said, that's bad because in your eyes, if you want to make friends, you got to put yourself out there and you got to reach out to those people. And it's just you never know what can happen, man. Like that just getting like for whatever, you know, like that that event or whatever. That's where you can meet your future wife, man. However unlikely it is, it is always possible. I don't know why we're talking about marriage, man. But this is... Sorry, man. To end this article off, this is an amazing way how this article ends. And like I said, check out Fast Company. um, Great, great articles. And it says, Remind yourself to choose based on what you value or hope for, not based on how you feel in the moment. Perfect. Um, it says, or she says, the author, mm-hmm. it says, lastly, like exercise, if left to only when we fe- felt like it, we'd often opt out for a quiet night instead of a chance to connect. So like exercise, man, sometimes you don't feel like going, going to the gym, you know, putting in that effort, that sweat, that burns, burning sensation, you know, but once we get out, we're like, damn, we're damn glad that we well, actually exactly, went. Exactly, man. It, it's always like that for some reason. You just never want to do it at first, but once you put yourself in that situation, you have no uh, choice but to adapt. Exactly. So that's what's going to happen, man. And more often than not, you are going to have a great... If you're If you're out there looking for a good time, you're more than likely going to find it. That's just the way I look at it, man. Reading that uh, book, what I, I think it was that... Um, I was gonna say Kevin Owens' book. No, Tyler Owens' book. RSD Tyler. Yeah. Um. He. Yeah. That book that I read on on pickup. Yeah. He. There was one specific phrase that he said that oh, you just never know what can happen if you go out and shit like that or something like that. But it, it's just perfect. That's a great way to describe it. Yeah, man. And that was my article for the week. You know, regardless, like I said, regardless if I don't read, you guys know that I am gonna put an effort into providing you guys great content and like i said i'm gonna put a little bit more effort in implementing these habits into my life and then i can keep you guys updated man i don't know maybe i'll go on a date with another dude or i don't what know what the fuck as in like friends oh, and shit. okay well you see? said date man that's always romantic uh, not that i have anything against gay people but you I, you're not gay so I was just yeah no no weird. i don't know like a bro date or maybe you know bro date, let's see what go we to, go to brunch yeah um <laughs> uh, not man but in, in all serious in all seriousness I am definitely going to implement some of these things into my life and see how it goes. Um, And I definitely highly recommend that you guys implement that as well. If you guys don't have any type of friends, 
um, you know, put yourself out there. Put yourself out there. There's a lot of websites in case you don't, you're you're like an introvert. There's a lot of websites where you can sign up and just go out there, enjoy your night. And like I said, don't look for rewards, but look to reward other people in the sense that lend a year to listen. Um, you know, put in effort to to fill people's needs. So go out, guys. Implement some of these habits. You know, live the life you want to live. Uh, besides that, Jesus, where are we going next with this? Well, going based off that, that live your life the way you want to live it, there's actually a new... If you ever followed like the first couple of episodes, we always used to talk about seduction, going out to talking to girls. Now, that actually faded away from us since we decided to focus more heavily on our businesses and improving uh you know our success but as far as the whole dating scene goes um we every so often we do watch some rsd videos online and recently we've been watching um rsd max because he's releasing a new program called the natural now he's been releasing like these little 15 minute cuts from the program and man they're pretty they're pretty fantastic not only does he actually like give us infield footage on him picking up girls but he also just i don't know just the way like he talks to the viewers it's it's super chill man and i don't know like i'm looking like i might have to invest in the natural we've actually um invested previously into other rsd programs we did the rsd tyler's program that was pretty cool david but this new program by max is are you more interested in this one because we've done we've at least tried to complete one before and i don't know how well you think that went um they're definitely insightful man that's for sure just listening to max and max is definitely one of my favorite rsd instructors and the top three in my eyes are definitely you know obviously tyler and then julian and then to me max and the only reason i think is that and he actually mentions this in one of the videos is that relatability man he's he's so he makes it so easy to relate to him you know and he brings this type of new shit to the pickup community in the sense that he's you can straight up tell that he's not he's he his own like, person he's he, like he's, he doesn't he's, have like, like an ego or nothing yeah he's not he's not i feel like he's not faking it you know he knows his like he brings in like his love for like music or metal his love for like movies and yeah. shit like that. Like he brings a little personality genuine, to it. Basically. Exactly. So just watching this is definitely something that definitely interests me, man. Because it, like I said, he's is he is turning into one of my favorite R and Z instructors. So I know it does come out like tomorrow, I believe. Yeah, or I think today or something like that. Yeah, today at midnight or something. Um, but I definitely recommend it if you guys don't know. Um, check out his other stuff. Check out his YouTube channel. We do post his his links on our Level X Twitter account. We post like two of his videos already. Yeah, and I think the only other reason that I relate to him is that, uh, you know, he reads a lot too. So I think all of the RSD people read. Yeah. Um, but like I said, definitely watch his YouTube channel. We had to mention it because we've been watching it for the last three four days. And they're all cool. They're very entertaining. Yeah, they're but, super entertaining. But man. you definitely pick up some knowledge even from those small clips. And just two things before we move on to our next topic. One, RSD Max is just super cool. Like we said, or David said last week, if you ever want to go ahead and try to improve on yourself, look for someone to look up to or look for someone that you kind of aspire to become. 
RSD Max is definitely not a bad choice in that aspect, man. If you like his vibe is super chill. He's super like funny and he doesn't take himself too seriously, I think, and that's what helps him out in the pickup game. And two, this most recent video cuz he's doing like he's putting out five videos or one video every day for 5 days, and his most recent one, 4 out of 5, he actually says how just a year ago or 2 years ago, he was like $30,000 in debt. He went to a club with like taped up shoes, two holes in his jeans or his shorts, and like a white tee. And the video, he he didn't even talk to a girl. He just like he let them watch. Let them watch it, man. You know, watch it. But just that whole aspect that at that moment when he picked her up, he was like dead broke. He was basically like just following Tyler around with no pay, and he was still living life, man, and and enjoying it. So no matter how bad your situation might be it's never an excuse to not live your life to the fullest potential but anyways just super inspirational there man rsd max legend but moving on to lighter subjects i just want to quick before we do the question of the day i wanted to bring up this very quick article that i found that i actually posted on a level x twitter account which talked about how there's there was this study done how what well, the title of the article is new evidence that mindfulness meditation reduces stress by altering brain connectivity well i think we already knew that man well we already knew that but just in case anyone was ever because even though we know that i still don't regularly meditate i try to like twice and even though i did feel some sort of calmness i stopped for whatever reason but i don't know just maybe some people are still skeptical towards meditation like oh well it doesn't really help me out or uh, it's pointless like i don't need that everyone feels stress at some point in their life man and sometimes people turn to alcohol they turn to drugs not saying that those are necessarily bad things in like in small doses but it's those times where you really really feel stressed that you kind of might you might pick up a bad habit or something like that so Stress it, not stress. Meditation is always a way to combat that stress. You don't always have to turn to harmful substances to feel a sense of calmness. So definitely check out this article. Like I said, we did post it on the Level X Twitter account. So check it out, man. It's very insightful. And, it, and like I said, this was an actual study done on brain activity when you meditate. So super, super cool, man. And I don't know, just I think it's it, it might help some people out just in case you do experience a lot of stress in your life and you don't know how to combat it besides alcohol or drugs. But yeah, man, go check it out. Follow us on our Level X Twitter account. But David, the moment people have all been clamoring about, it is time for the question of the day, man. So if you want to go ahead and read it out loud for all the viewers to listen to, man, just drink it in, man. Who the fuck are you? Um, so, like I said, we were going to end this off, you know, by you guys just relaxing, just driving. I don't know where you guys are going, but, you know, just just calm down and listen. So, the question of the day, and this is going to be a little bit different, man, because there is a situation, but I'm reading the underlying themes in this question, so I want to ask you. Okay. Um, so, then, user goes by saying that, I am spending the weekend with my boyfriend's family. How do I take this opportunity to get down or to get to know them a little bit better? She says um, that she is going to spend, uh, like I said, 
spend it with their boyfriend's family um and they have met before um but she wants to you know add a little bit more um connectivity to yeah. their relationship or a little bit more uh deepness into the relationship you know better and i think that's a great thing first because as a girlfriend by you try trying to get to know the family or get more involved in the family i think that's a great thing man i think yeah. that's a great thing um so she goes is there anything i can do to prepare for connecting to these people better um what to ask or what to what to talk about i love it if you can give me specific questions to use as conversation starters how can i participate actively when someone is telling a story anything else i should think about um so like i said that is the question of the day um relationships today's mm. topic or today's theme is on relationships and how like um in this particular situation how can she become closer to her boyfriend's family okay well for i'm gonna start off by saying two things first one and 1.5 first so i'm gonna say 1.5 I'm, I'm gonna give you 1.5 i'm gonna give you 2. pi pi yes. 2.5 pieces of advice 1.5 the first point five piece is do not always stay next to your boyfriend throughout the trip and don't stay quiet that's one of the worst things you can do yep. on whether you're even if you're at your boyfriend's house or or especially on vacation do not stick next to your boyfriend the whole time because that's how they, they might come to see you they just oh she's always with their boyfriend like a First, but what does she feel uncomfortable? Like, cause it, it's always gonna be uncomfortable. So in, in your hold up, like in yeah. your situation, what if it was you were going on a trip with, with, and then to with her family, and then she's like, "All right, I'm gonna leave you with my cousins right here. I'll be back." Well, that's what has to happen, man. First of all, she wants to be closer to these people. At least it looks like she wants to be closer to these people. And if she doesn't, well, then she shouldn't have gone on that trip anyways. Either way, it's a bad look. To always be stuck like a snail to your significant other um, in any scenario, man. If, especially if you're trying to become closer to these people, you got to interact with them. And one of the ways to not do that is by staying quiet and sticking right next to your significant other. The second, the second thing I have to say is whenever you're in conversation with anyone, calibrate. Me, personally, I'm like kind of a jokester around my own family and especially like... Maybe not other with like other people's families, but what about like like ex girlfriends, ex you know, ex relationships when you met their families. Well, that's I so I I didn't from experience, man. Well, that's the thing, man. I didn't I didn't have those experiences very often, so I can't really talk from experience. But I can talk from my own experience with my family. Like I can definitely be joking around with them, but I know especially like when to kind of tone it down. So let's say she's a very humorous person like maybe a little crass when with with their jokes you gotta know when it's the right time to say something like stupid but you also gotta know when it's time to kind of you know tone it down and have an intimate conversation with someone i, I for some reason i picture them going to the woods or something like because we went to a, a vacation ourselves like yeah. go to the woods and that's how i feel like that's how i feel her vacation is gonna be maybe I'm, maybe they're just going to fucking disneyland or some shit yeah. but for me, I'm thinking about it like you're going out to the woods. It's going to be intimate and it's going to be just somewhere where the whole family is going to be relaxing and you're going to have times to actually have intimate conversations with other people. But that's just my two pieces of advice. Don't always stay next to your boyfriend and then whenever you're talking to someone, just calibrate. Don't don't be 
rude or anything like that. Just kind of see the situation and see how you're supposed to be reacting to these people. Yeah, man. Um, that's pretty good advice. Uh, I was going to say is I think all individuals, or yeah. when it comes to people, it they're all kind of the same when it comes to to I feel like everyone at the end of the day is human and as humans we love being fond to people we love relationships mm -hmm. we love feeling connected to people yeah and as you as a person you have to know how to target those areas you gotta know more you know you gotta know more about them because at the end of the day people like I said are all kind of alike in the sense that we love talking about ourselves. We love when people um, close us up, you know, just like that. So, you know, listen, compliment them. Just little small things like that, like pay, like actually listen, um, ask questions okay. about, uh, ask like good questions about how, what you're listening about. And, and you're like, what type of question should I ask? Well, that's why you listen. You listen and you just try to get clarification on it, you know. If you want actual deep relationships, and most of the times, like, parents are pretty cool in the sense that they know you're just a boyfriend or the girlfriend. But by playing around with them, you can be in that playful mood with them. And that's how I, you know, that's how I am too, man. When it comes to, like, well, back then, I was a little bit more naive, you can say. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really give two shits, I guess you can say, when it came to... About like, connecting and shit. About connecting about this but i know now like as you get older like that like being able to go to your significant other's family and being able to be like in a in this cool playful mood with them i think that's a good thing because it shows you it shows to your significant other that you know you appreciate their family as much as you appreciate yours you know and just shit like that it just shows effort so what i what i would just suggest you do is you know play to those emotions man people love having fun People love being heard. People love when they get to talk about themselves. And if you do that, they'll look at you as, oh, look, I love when this person is around because I have good feelings when she's around. Oh, you should invite her more often because, you know, I get to talk about myself. If someone actually gets to listen to me. That's what I would just suggest you do because people are all mostly the same when it comes to, like, communication, when it comes to relationships. People love talking about themselves when they li when people listen to them and when people are engaged um they just feel good so as long as you make them feel good i think that's the key just put it in your back of the mind like well if if it, the roles were reversed what would you what would um you want them to yeah say how you? would you want like a listener of yours to perceive you and shit like that or to um listen to you i think that's it man it's really simple is no hard things and this goes beyond just you know family members this goes to anything you know just relationships in general and yeah. communicating yeah man but that ends this episode of the level x podcast um hopefully you guys enjoyed it um next week like i said we're gonna be getting better and better um go check out the, this latest on itunes soundcloud and youtube go check out our website we recently already um released our new website obviously that's gonna get better as well and yeah, I was gonna say yeah, man. I'm super excited about that website, man. Clean design. I I, I installed everything myself. J.K. David helped me out, but yeah, yeah. But the, it's not fully 
fully fully developed the way we wanted to but right now it's definitely still working so if you guys um, you know want to find our newest stuff definitely go to our website vnct.co that's gonna be the overall that's the parent company of all our businesses v Vincent um, so vnct.co that's where you'll find the latest podcast um, and like I said we're still developing the the website as we go but it is functional once and for all so um, that's something we we're doing this past week um, besides that thank you guys for listening click that like button and we will see you guys next week peace out